Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, the moment has arrived. The Be Ready for the Moment podcast, hosted by the one and only Queen Ching, and syndicated on the EAE Radio Network, which boasts over 10 million listeners. And 40 licensed digital stations worldwide, baby. EAE Radio, where music lives, people. Tonight, we're honored to have EAE Radio's own, on the verge, indie power player, Preston. Tonight, he speaks his truth regarding his journey, struggle, career expectations, fears, and more. It's all positive on the Be Ready for the Moment podcast. Feel free to text your questions and comments to 323-553-5628. Preston, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you, Queen Sing. How are you? I'm good. It's an honor to have you. Thank you for setting the time aside to chop it up with me. It's an honor to like the fact that you received me on the show today and I appreciate all the service that you're doing in the media, and I appreciate your help uh, having my music heard by a million of people. So I really appreciate that. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank you. Why don't we just go ahead and jump right into it? Why don't you tell me and all the listeners, how did 2015 Mm -hmm. treat your music career, and how has 2016 treated you thus far? Uh. I actually started uh, in 2015 as an R&B singer, but I, like I said, I, I started uh, in church uh, since I was like 14 years old. But 2015 okay. I, have, has been good, really good for me. You know, like uh, I get the chance to connect to the people, the people where I live at, the people around my, my area, the people that from my country, so they actually know what I'm doing and where I'm trying to go with my music and my career. So they're willing to support me. Like every day I receive support from new people and the people that I used to know. So I really appreciate that. You know, I appreciate everybody that get on board with me and everybody that want to push me to wherever I got to get in the future. Man, it sounds like... 2016 has been a great year for you so far, and you focus in knowing where you want to go. I would like to rewind the tape with you a little, Preston. I'd like to discuss your childhood and how it affects and influences your career now. So growing up, what were some early influences that shaped your love for music, and did your parents contribute? Yes, definitely. When I... I was raised in Haiti. I, uh, I think that you know about that. And then things wasn't, like, really good, you know what I mean? So as a, I was raised in a Christian uh, family. So all we do is, like, most of the time we believe in God. We pray. We sing. So that's how it all started. Like, you know, my mom, when we go into something, <laughs> like, in the family, when we go into something, like, on a daily basis, so... She have us sitting down, and then we started singing a song. And then the way she sang it, it like she put a lot of uh, feelings and heart into it, and then like hoping for a chance. So that's how it all started. You know, my mom it was like a big part of uh, 
of my music career. So she wanted me to be in church to start singing, to join the choir and all that stuff. So that's how everything started. So it was a big help for me, the fact that I was raising a Christian family. So that's how it all started. Wow, that seems really cool. And I could just imagine how your mom must have had such an impact on you listening to her sing at such an early age. And you said you were originally from Haiti, and I I was aware of that. Can you tell me and the listeners what it was like growing up in Haiti and then what it was like adjusting to New Jersey? What it was like in Haiti? Uh, In Haiti, it's like uh, a country. It's a beautiful country. So there's a lot of things that we guys have in United States, like I'm talking about like luxury and all that stuff that we don't have. So we have to manage a way to make everything work. So growing up in Haiti, I, I learned a lot of stuff, like how to live in family, like to to respect the people that is around me, to like to be to be very familiar with everybody, to be very cool and respect everybody. So the life in Haiti, like I said, is a beautiful country. But we learn a lot of stuff. We learn to appreciate the minimum that we have because we, mm-hmm. we don't have a lot on a daily basis. So we appreciate everything, like everything that people give us, everything that, you know, even a simple thank you is we say thank you for everything. It doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> so we really appreciate everything. So. Well, that's beautiful. And when you came to the state presence, like you said, that you appreciate everything because y'all don't have a lot on a daily basis when you're originally from Haiti. When you came to the United States, did you see a lack of appreciation in people here compared to your people in Haiti for the little things and the little blessings that we have here? Uh, let me be honest with that question right there. I mean, uh, over here is a different it's different. Like everything is kind of like different because mm-hmm. in Haiti, if you're living in a like how can I say that in your neighborhood, right? The people like that live next to you, like even a couple meters from you, they know each other. They gonna check on you. Like if you don't come out today, at the like mm-hmm. you always wake up at eight o'clock in the morning. And then the neighbor don't see you all day. They're going to knock on your door. They're going to check, hey, neighbor, how are you okay? Is everything okay? And if if I have food today and my neighbor don't have food, we're going to share today. And when my neighbor have food the next day, that neighbor going to share with you. So that's that's the kind of love that I I used to live. I used to be part of Haiti. But when I come here, it's different. Like everybody has to look for themselves. So it's not easy Absolutely. to find a friend, to find somebody that's going to tell you, hey, are you okay today? Did you eat? Like, is everything okay? Can I can I buy you some food? Maybe when you get some money later, you buy me some food. So that's the kind of things that I don't see, like, on a daily basis. Like, But I still practice it as a person. When I do that for some people, like, especially if it's a girl, the girl probably thinks, like, I'm trying to, you know, like get something, but it's not that. I'm that. That's the way I was raised. I was raised to help people around me. I was raised to give to people, not not without expecting anything from that person. So that's the difference of a culture, of a daily basis life 
in Haiti and the difference it is uh, in the United States and New Jersey or anywhere. So. Wow, that sounds like such a beautiful country presence and place to come from. I'm originally from the States, and I would like to venture out and visit countries like yours and come back with a whole new appreciation because I see it myself and I'm from here. You know, if I were to go to your country, I'm sure I would just come back with a whole other view and perspective on life and an appreciation for things that I probably myself take for granted on a day-to-day basis. And I know it's hard, like you said, to find a friend and someone to check on, on you. I can't really imagine having a neighbor that would check on me if they know what time. I usually wake up about 5 a.m., might be outside having some coffee. And if mm-hmm. I didn't do that, I don't have a neighbor that would check on me. So I think that's a really beautiful thing. Yeah, and definitely. a beautiful love that your people have for each other that's that's foreign to me. So I have to make it out to your country someday. Whenever you're ready, I got you. <laughs> that's love, Preston. Thank you. You're and welcome. which musical artist influenced your mindset early in the stages of your life? I know your mom was a heavy influences influence, but what were some of the musical influences that shaped your love for music? Uh, when I started and and like I was a Haiti then, it was like a Tyrese, Chris Brown, and those are like the two artists. Usher make it three. Those are like the people that we used to listen to like the most. So at the time I was over there, this is the those kind of like those three artists was like the artists that was getting like the most radio uh, radio play and television like and all that stuff. We used to watch their videos. And I and I used to start with them, so I used to listen to them, and I wanted to be like when I was there. I was like, then hopefully, I'm hoping like one day I'd be, you know, at the level. So that that's the three people that really influenced me, like when I started doing music. Phenomenal artist, and I was actually just speaking on Usher today, just a few minutes yeah. before your interview. Yeah, I think he's phenomenal, and I think he's someone that has inspired many artists, not just his art alone, but his entire story is inspirational to me. Definitely, he's a good one. And so I know that you spoke on some musical artists that influenced you, but I want to rewind the tape with you a little further back even than that. What was the Mm -hmm. first CD that you ever purchased? The first CD was I ever purchased. It was like from my country. This artist that called Wuza Jean. His name is Wuza okay. Jean Jean Noel. So he's a he's a Christian artist. He's really good. So this is the the first CD I I purchased, like with my own money and everything. That's cool. So describe to me, Preston, the mm-hmm. moment if you can recall the exact moment that you knew music was too important to let go and you wanted it to be that life for you? The exact moment was about like a year ago. A year ago, and then I, I did one song. It was like uh, from my, like my country language. 
So when I did that song, and then I actually wasn't, I was in Haiti at the time. And then when I did the song and I sent it to a couple friends, uh, and then they're like, yo, this song is dope. Like, why don't you just do music? Why don't you, like, invest and, you know, go to the studio and then start doing music, like, for real? So that's when I when I realized, like, I was, I, I did the song just for fun, like, just so, you know, just because I wanted to see how it's going to sound, like, and then when I sent it out to, like, a couple friends and people that heard it, they're like, yo, you should do, you should do music because I like the style, I like, it's different, you know, and so it's not many people that do music the way you do, and so you should, you should start doing music, like, for real, so that's when I, I realized that if I did that just for fun and a lot of people respond to it, so I'm like, why not try it? Why not stay on, on the table and then start doing music for sure? So that was the most Wow. So it, it was actually your fan base that inspired you. You were just kind of playing around, wanting to see how you're going to sound on the mic and how your song may turn out. You sent it out that to some of your plan. people. And they loved you. Definitely. So explain to me, Presence, I want to know, when you're in the studio now, this last year that you've been creating your art and your craft and you're getting serious about it, explain to me the feeling and the energy, that moment that you're in the studio. Tell the people how you feel. Uh, right now, I'm still in the studio. It's like, it's uh, it's just like I feel like it's in my blood, you know what I mean? I feel very comfortable, you know, just creating, just like listen to a bit with my friends, you know what I mean? I got like a couple new friends, like came real February and all that stuff when we in the studio, like we just vibing, listening to listening to a beat and then from there we're gonna create like a melody and then we're gonna make a song that that we gotta fall in love with the song first. And then we have like a couple people listen to it, and then from there they're like, "Yo, I like this. We should we should make that happen." So it's really fun to be in the studio, you know what I mean? So I enjoy it, and I wouldn't mind to just like myself in the studio, have a couple food, like food and some juice, some water. I don't drink and smoke, so that'd be good for me. Okay, well that's what's up. I think that'd be really cool to be locked in the lab with your people and bouncing ideas off of each other. And it's really cool that you're able to vibe without turning what they would call turning up, right? (laughs) So (laughs) that means that you're really tapping into your creativity. It's not every R&B or hip-hop artist that I hear make that statement. And, of course, nothing wrong with that. That just means that you're probably focused on a a different level than most artists. In the studio. Definitely. Definitely. So explain your writing process, Preston. Do you write things down? Do you write better at night or in the morning? Break down your writing blueprint. Uh, To tell you the truth, I don't write. I don't write. Like, I barely write my music. Like, uh, what I do is, like, like I was telling you earlier, I listen to a beat. And from the beat, I create like a melody. I got the good sense that would tell me, hey, this kind of beat, 
I should do this song with the with the beat. I should do like a club song. I should do like this kind of type, uh, like the okay. kind of song. And then from there, I come up with a hook. You know what I mean? Like it, it takes me like a couple seconds and minutes just to create a hook for a song. And then from there, I like wow. build the song. I build the song and I create the verses and all that stuff. So I don't really like sit down and write. I have one, only one song. It's a project that actually I had I started like a year ago that I, I actually wrote the song because it's a really really powerful song so I had to write it down. It's like a <laughs> subject that people nowadays don't really talk about. So I don't know if you mind if I tell you a little bit about the song. Absolutely not. <laughs> okay, uh, the song is a. Uh, is a is a story between two people that is on a relationship, but every time they get to like into arguments, they fight and all that stuff. The girl think that uh, sex gonna fix everything, so every time she get into an argument like with the men, she think if they have sex, everything is gonna be alright, and then the men don't be like, hey. I love the sex. I love everything that you do, but that's not gonna fix the relationship. So, sex is not everything. Well, we're gonna we're gonna have, we're gonna sit down and fix the relationship before we jump to the to the sex. So this song I actually wrote it, and I don't I don't even want to sing that song. I want to produce that song. I want to have a girl, and uh, and a singer. So I already have the two people, so I'm going to start working on that song. It's a very powerful song. So I had to take the time to sit down and to, to build the song and make it epic. So That definitely is something that we're missing in the game. Sounds like a great message, and I could understand why you'd have to sit down to write that out. I look forward to hearing your finished product. That sounds like a really great song. And Preston, we have a caller caller on the line, so I'm going to go ahead and take this call and see if they have a question for you. All right, let's do this. Hello? Hi, caller. You have Queen Ching and Preston on the line. Okay, hey, I'm um, I'm February the artist, the artist from New Jersey, you know, sending support out to my boy Preston. I hear him on the radio when he's doing his thing. But I have one question, bro. Go ahead, bro. When are you going to get the trophy and bring it home? What was that? Come again? When you going to get the trophy and bring it home? <laughs> He's doing that right <laughs> now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to get the trophy for, you know, for a CD, for Trenton, Jersey, for, for Burlington County, for all that stuff. Yeah. And, you know, we, we got to get the trophy together. Yeah. From Jersey, man. And now, Preston, mm-hmm. I would like to talk about the song that you have playing in heavy rotation on EAE Radio. <laughs> Shout out to the number one source for music, branding, Shout and digital advertising you. with over <laughs> 10 million listeners worldwide. No shade to any of the network. (laughs) But explain the meaning of your song, Yeah, and why you chose to release it as a single. 
this song, the song, yeah, is a uh, is is an like an introduction of myself. The song is a uh, the I'm gonna explain the song is a story of a uh, a girl like somebody made off off of Instagram, you know, like uh, she be sending like you know sending picture to Instagram and all that stuff, and then I'm gonna explain like. If I had the chance, like to, she 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 used to be playing games and all that stuff, and then when she finally responds to me, and then I'm you know I'm fantasizing, I'm talking all the things that I I would like to do to her, whenever like we get together, you know. So that's that's what the song here is about. Yeah. Well, I've had this song. Um in heavy rotation myself. I know EAE Radio has you spinning. That song is on a heavy rotation, and I think the listeners are ready. Do you think we should drop it on them? Definitely. Let them hear it. I have my boy, Preston. Yeah. Oh. Kahari. On Instagram we met. She's a beautiful Sometimes she playing
That's my boy, Prescience with yeah. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. So smooth. For all the <laughs> listeners you. who just heard that. Absolutely. For all the Thank listeners you. who just heard that, where can they stream and purchase your single? Hopefully it's not on any free platforms. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, my phone is actually on iTunes and uh, Amazon, you know, so people can actually purchase it right there. So that's uh, that's where it's on, it's on YouTube. I dropped the video, too. The video is actually on YouTube right now. Like I, I dropped it like two weeks ago, and then it's over like 12,000 viewers so far. So wow. it's going good. Yeah, I'm going to definitely check out the video because I love the song. Thank you. It's a definitely on YouTube, and I'm drop I'm drop I'm dropping a song for night too. Uh, it's called uh, All Night. I'm dropping it tonight. Uh, it's a song that I made featuring two of my guys from Trenton, New Jersey. Uh, one called Top Notch, and the other one called Kenwell. So this song, I already I sent it to your email too. So when you get a chance, you can definitely check it out. Yeah. Thank you. I'm looking forward to it. So sounds like you already have your next move planned. And hopefully you'll be expanding more with EAE Management Group, distributed with Capital Music Group. Why don't you go ahead and tell everyone, Preston, where they can find you on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please spell out all your social media handles clearly and slowly. Okay, on Instagram is Preston six zero nine. Preston's is P R E S T A N C E six zero and nine. And on Twitter is at people can follow me on Twitter at P R E S A N C E six zero nine. That's Preston six zero nine. And on Facebook. Uh, Preston six six zero nine. That's my page. P R E S T A N C E six zero nine. And I got uh, my personal page uh, on Facebook is Bell Preston's, which is B E L uh, space Preston's P R E S T A N C E. So that's where people can find me and they can talk to me. And I'm very like, you know, very friendly with everybody. So. I don't ignore anybody's message. They can text me, whatever. So that's that's cool with me. So everyone go follow my boy. You just heard all his social media handle. And now I want to talk about your experience on EAE Radio thus far. Have you enjoyed all the social media promo? Shout out to Renegade Revolt. They're beasting on all levels with the promo, baby. I, I really appreciate the promo, like, especially, like, every morning when I wake up. And then, you know, when I check my phone, it's like I have, like, a lot of tweets that tell me my song is on the radio and all that stuff. So I really appreciate the service and, you know, the help to get my music out there. So it's really been good so far. So uh, I really appreciate E-Radio, you know, be ready for the moment. So it's so good. And we're glad to be behind your music and your brand. And I have to ask Preston, did I do a good job tonight? Did you enjoy being on the Be Ready for the Moment podcast? 
you couldn't do any better better than that. <laughs> that's that's for sure. Ha <laughs> that's love. Thank you. I enjoyed my time with you and it was an honor having you. I wish you continued success on your journey. Thank you. Thank you, Queen. I appreciate that. We'd be in touch. And you do know that. People, please expect bigger and better things to come from this artist's presence. You've got to stay focused on your journey, and you've got to stay in touch with us on your grind. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. I wish you the best in your career. I wish you go there every day like you go and then make it make it better every time. So you're the best at what you do. I appreciate you. Thank you, Presence. Be blessed. This is the official yeah. Boss Talk radio host of Hot 94.7 and EAE Radio, Houston's number one hit station for all major hits. Follow my story on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook daily at Q-W-E-E-N-C-H-I-N-G. Most importantly, Download our banging mobile app, Eman's Angels, from the Google Play Store for Android users and from the App Store for iPhone users. Stream from over 15 different cities daily. Download the app today. Send the queen a message via the live chat button, and I'll respond right back. Preston, thanks again. It's been an honor having you, and I wish you continued success, and I'll see you at the top. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate you. Thank you. Have a blessed night.